Good evening from Chicago, Illinois. It's Sunday, May 29th. This is show number 33. And this is Transmit. And here we go. Okay, uh, and just a uh, quick welcome back to uh, the show we call Transmit. This is... Tra- <laughs> Where do I even begin? I say that quite often. But this is show number 33. This is the show that we call Transmit. I am your host, Gummo. A.K.A. Gummo. The voice of hackers. Not many, but some and here i am for show number 33 we didn't even think we'd make it to show number three let alone 33 but here we are here i am 
And here you are listening. <laughs> uh, coming to you tonight from Chicago rather than New York. Don't ask. I'm not going to ask. I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even going to tell. But here we are. We're coming to you live. It's 8 p.m. It's in Chicago. We're in Chicago. And it's the summertime. Would you believe it? that we've, we've actually made it to the summertime. Feels like summer, too. Well, not tonight. It's about 75 degrees, 77 degrees. Mild. But nice. It hasn't been raining or snowing. There's no ice on the road, so hey. It lends... Uh, it lends everybody to a, a nice long uh, smile, I suppose. So last week we came to you from Los Angeles, had a great time out there. Wanted to, uh, well, do I want to say hey to everybody? Just say, I just wanted to say hey to everybody out there. Had a great time. Wish I could have stayed longer. Wish we could have stayed longer. We had a great time. Uh, again, thanks to the folks at Kiss FM. Thanks to the, everybody who made all of that possible. That was a fun little trip. But here we are. We're back in Chicago. We were going to uh, take a little gaunt out to New York. But it's uh, Memorial Day weekend in the United States. Memorial Day is a holiday where uh, the soldiers who fought uh, gallantly in the previous wars have fallen for the country. And so uh, everybody, uh, including us here at the studio, we uh, typically observe that. And giving a nod to everybody in the armed forces uh, in the United States as well. Your service and dedication is certainly appreciated. Thank you. So uh, this is uh, the show we call Transmit. What do we talk about? We talk about uh, hacker things, of course. Gadgets. What's going on in the uh, hacker world or the world of hackers. What, uh, what scares you, what doesn't scare you, and what scares me. Uh, and that's that, you know, that could be many things or just one thing, who knows, but listen, there are a lot of things going on and we've got a jam packed little show for you. Uh, and so, uh, normally I just sit here rant. I'm not going to do that tonight because, uh, because I, I want to talk about two important subjects that I tweeted about earlier in the week. Uh, the first subject, of course, is uh, credit card skimmers. We, we uh, are noticing a lot of those uh, little crafty little devices showing up everywhere. And the second one, of course, would be an MZ catcher. If you haven't heard of an MZ catcher, well, you will be quite versed as, as what an MZ catcher is by the time this podcast is finished. So what's going on? In, uh, what's going on in the world of news? Oh well, there's a lot of news going on lately. Uh, I guess we'll just jump right into it, uh, and we're just going to cycle around some of the uh, latest news updates. Of course, if you are running Adobe Flash, shouldn't be. Yet another Flash exploit uh, has been brought to light. Two weeks after Adobe patched. Uh, a vulnerability there is a new vulnerability so listen folks if you're running flash on a computer or a device you shouldn't be uninstall flash get rid of it consider it a, 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 a throwback to the 90s 
just say that you had your fun with Flash and uh, call it a day because uh, really Flash uh, Flash has had its day in the sun. Uh, and, uh, you know, notwithstanding, I used to really love Flash. I know I'm one of those uh, people that liked Flash, loved Flash. I still love Flash, but... I don't like the evil things that it does. So uh, with that said, I, I reluctantly uninstalled Flash four years ago. And I really didn't want to do that. But I did. There's a lot more going on. Uh, in the, and I'm really trying to get through a, a, a lot of the news this evening. Uh, because uh, tomorrow is a holiday. And we uh, there's only two people here in the studio tonight. Myself and Crash. Thanks for coming in, Crash. Uh, and there's a lot of things going on. Everybody has some place to be. Not me. I think I'm just going to barbecue some uh, chicken legs. <laughs> and call it a day and give thanks for the uh, opportunity to barbecue some chicken legs and uh, finally remember the valiant people who served in our armed forces whether you agree or disagree with the previous wars that we fought in there are people that passed away in those efforts. And those are the people that we are uh, remembering tomorrow. Uh, so with that said, uh, you know, it, there, it's still going on. Uh, there's still news reports coming out about the $81 million heist from a Bangladesh bank. And now uh, the latest... <laughs> The latest reports are coming out that uh, people actually think it's uh, cyber intruders from North Korea. Is this really the truth? Or is it just more of a media spin? Hmm. I don't know. Nevertheless, Department of Homeland Security researchers who have been using advanced modeling and simulation equipment say that the hackers who stole $81 million from a Bangladesh central bank are also linked to an attack on a bank in the Philippines and also are linked to the 2014 attack on Sony Pictures. Symantec is also saying this. Uh, they actually uh, recently said it in a blog post. While the U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation has blamed North Korea for the attack on Sony's Hollywood studio. It's interesting to see how that plays out. Personally, I really don't think anyone knows who did what. Well, some might. <laughs> I bet some do. Uh, and it just continues. It just get, go, gets on. It, it gets. It goes on and on and on and on. Uh, there's more attacks on the banking system. And again, these are these are things that are not going to slow down. These are things that are actually going to ramp up as more banks became more centralized and connected to the internet. 
and use the internet as a uh, method means of communication. Hmm. Who knew? You know, and it, it just it just keeps going on. You know, the, this this is this is stuff that you can see online with something as simple as a few command lines with a with a uh, command window. You can see what's going on. Uh, and again, it, it it this is nothing new. This is this is nothing uh, that just popped up on the radar yesterday. Or even last month, or even last year, you know this 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 type of stuff has been going on for quite a, a number of years. It's interesting to to see how it's finally coming to light through the media. And I try to you know you know you you try to um, you try to make sense of that, but uh, it's it's sometimes it's tough. Sometimes you can make sense of it, but. Uh, it is what it is, and that's what's going on this day and age. Uh, traditional banking systems are under attack. Banking lines. Banking wires, international banking trunks. Stuff to that effect. And these these type of these type of attacks and intrusions will not uh, subside just because they are being reported the media or there's a sixty minutes expose on it or whatever. The, uh, it's actually going to uh, increase, and these are things that need to be uh, made aware of, especially if you are uh, in one of those uh, penetrable lines, so to speak, of. Uh, either in the defensive or offensive mode. So just make sure that you're doing the best that you can to make sure that your assets are uh, protected. It's what you do, right? Uh, it's been reported that hackers may have breached 12 more banks. Uh, it's been reported that some of the computer uh, code that was used to uh, initiate previous bank heists was also used in more recent heists. Again, Symantec seems to be pointing the finger at many of these uh, perpetrators. And again, Symantec seems to be pointing the finger at uh, perpetrators in the Asian region. <laughs> Is that where it's all coming uh, from? You got to watch these things, folks. Uh, you know, you really do. Uh, you know, I, I discovered, actually. Let's see. I know I'm not supposed to have dead air here, but uh, that's what we, we've got going on. I don't I, like I care. Lots of uh, what in the hell? You know, I'm going through some of these uh, reports here, and it's just kind of outrageous. What is that? Let me pull that up for a minute. Hmm. 
Okay, there we go. <laughs> hey, it's a holiday. I can do that. Oh my God! Let me. Now I know I'm not supposed to do this. Be right back. There was a fly and I had to get him. <laughs> it was bugging the shit out of me. All right. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, so uh, let's get back to what we were talking about. Uh, seriously, flies really bothered the hell out of me. Hopefully I got it. <laughs> Crash is looking at me like I lost my mind. Uh, so that's what's going on. Uh, let me get back to the news. I actually lost uh, my um, train of thought here for a moment. I'll tell you, man, you know, it's for some reason when I see a fly just zzzzing around, it just uh, gets to me. That's what's good. That's what that, 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 oh. You know, I, I read a report last week uh, that the America's nuclear arsenal is actually controlled by floppy disks. I think I tweeted about that. I'm not sure if I did or not. But if I did, oh well, please forgive me. It was actually kind of cool. It, it, it actually is kind of cool that uh, America's nuclear arsenal is controlled by floppy disks. Why? Well, because, you know, they're using old-ass legacy systems uh, that... Believe it or not, you know, were written in Fortran, COBOL. Does anybody remember those uh, old dead programming languages? You know, believe it or not, those are some pretty secure systems. Uh, and, and, you know, if they're air-gapped, well... Pfft. I sure remember uh, using those five-and-a-quarter floppies. And, uh, you know, it, as long as you can maintain the integrity of those floppies, these, these systems will last for years. So, I don't know. The United States military uh, responded, actually, to uh, the, those latest news reports and said that uh, they are in the process of upgrading the systems. Well, that's good, but, you know, hey... Uh, sometimes if it isn't broke, don't try to fit, you know, don't try to reinvent the wheel or if it's not broke, don't try to fix it, so to speak. I don't know who cares. I'm not in the military, but if it's working, leave it alone. Just my two cents on this Memorial Day. While I'm catching flies, how in the hell did a fly get a thousand what, how high up were we? 1,124 feet. How did a fly get all the way up here? Who knows? Again, a new government report on Wednesday revealed that America's uh, nuclear stockpiles are still being controlled by antique uh, computers with 8-inch floppy disks. Uh, and again, you know, if, if this, if, if it works, then it works. And, uh, you know, it's really tough to compromise an old system like that, especially if it's air gapped. 
The last thing I would want is America's nuclear arsenal online. I'm sure the uh, powers to be have thought about that. Then again, if you're not familiar with government um, ideas and spending, then well, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Uh, let's keep moving through the news because we're running out of time. Uh, MySpace. Anybody remember MySpace? I had a MySpace profile once. Does anybody remember MySpace? I thought MySpace uh, went away. I really did. I thought there was no more MySpace. I thought uh, since Facebook became the uh, number one dick dog on the uh, block that MySpace just fell apart. But apparently MySpace is still there. Uh, I did a check before the show and uh, lo and behold, MySpace.com is still active. feeling kind of weird tonight. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the uh, being back here in Chicago. Who knows? Uh, I did want to send a special greeting out to uh, <laughs> Crash is cracking me up. We'll wait for the greetings, I suppose. Uh, according to latest news reports, a data set containing, a, t containing approximately 427 million passwords associated with 360 million email addresses is now for sale online. The social media website MySpace was uh, huge back in the day, but safe to say it's not what it used to be. And uh, the information was discovered by leaks, leaked source who conducted several online deep searches and followed up uh, that uh, indeed they uh, MySpace information is out there. Um, what's kind of strange is that MySpace uh, did not uh, inform anybody that they were uh, indeed compromised. Now, if, it, if it's not, uh, is it MySpace uh, owned by someone famous? What is MySpace even doing around? Anyhow, uh, there's a uh, hacker out there who is trying to sell all of the information from the database for MySpace. Not sure if he, uh, he or she was successful in that endeavor, but nevertheless, the information is out there. You seriously don't have a MySpace account, do you? I don't know, you know, I, I pick and choose my own social media. I actually use the one-way presence of social media for my... I like to put it out there and... Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Interesting, though. I, I really, honest to God, thought that MySpace was uh, defunct, out of business, gone. Maybe like one of those websites that you visit when, you know, those old websites that you would visit and you would uh, type in the address and then you would just get like, isn't my, you know, isn't blah, blah, blah dot com the greatest? And then you have a listing of other website domain names underneath. That's what I seriously thought MySpace was. Uh, I seriously thought that was the case. But no, MySpace is still around. This is so interesting. 
still blown away by that. Uh, in other news, uh, ransomware um, criminals. <laughs> this really cracked me up. Uh, people that, uh, the criminals that are executing ransomware now offer valid, <laughs> and I'm not kidding, I can't make this shit up. They are offering valid customer service. Uh, it, that's that's right, folks. If you are a victim of uh, the latest form of uh, popular ransomware, you uh, apparently have a customer service uh, <laughs> number or email address to get in touch with to uh, so they can help you. Uh, some of the information that I was gleaning from, uh, one of the, uh, criminals actually said he was trying to be as gentlemanly as possible in assisting one of his victims. Well, that's good to know. At least, you know, you've got, uh, gentlemen, you know, criminals out there that are, are as helpful as possible in, uh, assisting you in, uh, your ransomware endeavors. can't believe the shit listen folks uh to avoid ransomware please just you know uh use a little common sense don't visit websites that you're not familiar with avoid unknown email email attachments keep your antivirus up to date use a file checker use use a file bit checker to uh see if there's been any changes to your file system and address those changes within the file system to see if something uh, doesn't look right. You know, that's the way to actually uh, make sure that you're uh, you're in the mix and doing, um, you know, a little diligence within with, within your uh, self. Make sure that everything's cool and, and, and working well. I mean, I'm not surprised, really. I mean, you know, you have the, uh, ransomware is huge business, and uh, you know, when, when when you have something that's making millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars across the globe each day, uh, you know, <laughs> customer service seems to be the next logical step. You know, I can remember back in uh, my black hat days that uh, they, they, sort of like the same thing. Uh, you had competing uh, black hat services competing against one another. There would be top sites, top lists. I remember one day uh, logging onto the internet and uh, seeing a top list, top sites. And I asked uh, one of my uh, cohorts back then, years ago, I said, man, oh my God, there's like top top sites and top lists. And uh, he's like, yeah, uh, hey man, where, where have you been? You know, it's been a week. <laughs> there's now, there's now uh, you, you, you get to vote. Uh, so it, it doesn't surprise me. It, it's uh, certainly it, it certainly is interesting to see how uh, the criminal mind um, <laughs> reacts when there's money to be made. And again, it doesn't surprise me. It really doesn't. 
Okay, let's uh, let's uh, let's get on with it because we don't have that much time. Uh, one of the first things that we need to discuss this evening is uh, skimmers, credit card skimmers. You know, there's there's some popular researchers out there who seem almost enamored. Uh, what word am I searching for? Fascinated with credit card skimmers. You know, listen, credit card skimming, uh, magnetic track, uh, duplication, copying has been around for a long time. Does anybody remember the language masters? Do you remember those? Remember what a language master was? I can remember uh, when I was a uh, young hacker learning things, you could actually use a language master for credit cards and all of that fun stuff. Uh, a language master was an old device uh, used in institutions, schools, stuff like that. Uh, and on the back of a little piece of paper card, there was a magnetic strip. And it would have something funny like, uh, you know, the brown cow jumped the house and stuff like that. I'm quite certain with a uh, little diligence in an internet search, you can seek out what a language master is and what its primary function was. But those worked quite well with... Uh, the older credit cards from back in the days. Uh, but yeah, of course, the, you know, as time uh, progressed on, you had more sophistication, more techniques. And now, and now of course, uh, we were in a chip and chip and pin chip and signature error, era, era. And so uh, a lot of reports are coming in that uh, a lot of skimmers are being found all over the place. Self-checkout lines, 7-Elevens, pay at the pump, uh, terminals. They're showing up in, in quite an, uh, a lot of places that you would normally never think twice about. If you can, try to avoid the uh, self-service checkout lanes at most uh, popular retailers. That Those give the opportunity. Those, those, those terminals actually give uh, criminals the opportunities to place a uh, false terminal in place. And of course, mirror your uh, credit card information and personal identification numbers. So if, if at all, try to use it try to use a human even though uh, you may not have any social skills you you may want to at least engage in a uh, human transaction when out in the real world uh pay at the pumps those uh seem to be a, a quite interesting option this day and age as well and they the these and you know these skimmers are becoming more and more difficult to detect it used to be uh, you would just have a sleeve over the credit card interface where the card would go in and out. And I've seen and I've seen extremely sophisticated uh, skimmers, yeah, everything from GSM to LTE models, variants. A quick YouTube search will yield uh, some surprising and amazing results on how to even set them up. Use a little diligence when you're out there in the real world. Uh, you know, try to try to you know before you use a, a payment terminal out there, especially at a gas pump. You know, shake it. 
Grab hold of it. Grab hold of the uh, slot with two fingers and pull on it before uh, you insert your card. And not only that, just kind of look around. You know, uh, gra grab it with your fingers. Search about. Grab, pull, yank. <laughs> Starting to sound like a porno here, but do do what you can. Uh, do a little diligence while you while you are out in the real world, uh, and make sure that. Um, you can try your best to detect whether or not you you are uh, about to become a victim of a skimmer because these things are pretty nasty and you know I've I've seen them to where they they cover the entire faceplate of an ATM I mean literally like five foot by five foot and there'd be no way that you'd be able to uh, detect it but you can if you spend a moment. You know, if you walk up to an ATM, if you put your fingers uh, to the right of an ATM, just, and if you have fingernails, if you haven't chewed them off, see if you can feel a false panel or a false lip. You may be surprised, especially an ATM that's in the middle of nowhere. Most quite often, if not, they just pull right off. Again, a little diligence, a little practice goes a long way in making sure that you don't become a victim to this uh, form of uh, theft. And they're everywhere. Trust me, they are. But uh, a lot of reports show that uh, they are they are showing up everywhere. Self-checkout lines, 7-Elevens. I don't know why 7-Elevens seem to be the targets, but they are. And uh, it seems that uh, there, <laughs> it seems that there there was a container ship that uh, recently discovered at a particular port that had a, uh, literally half a container full of uh, false ATM face plates, and the. Uh, the disturbing thing is that all of the faceplates had uh, 3G capability and the, the numbers were actually pre-programmed in. And if one number didn't uh, phone in and was able to reach its destination, then it, it you know, of course it was programmed to dial uh, up to, I, I'm not, I, I would be speaking out of context if I said a, a specific number, but there were up to 25 numbers programmed into these things. So if one number failed, it would keep dialing until it found a connection to the home office. <laughs> That's what you want to call it. And transmit the data that way. Then, of course, your data uh, is uh, circumvented the world in, in a matter of moments. And then uh, at that point, it's too late. So, again, a little diligence goes a long way. trying to detect these things. Is that that fly again? I don't think it is. I do not know why flies bother me, but they do. Oh my goodness.
as I said, a lot of interesting things to speak about tonight. Uh, and these things, these things have been around for years. Again, you know, you can use, uh, I can remember the old language masters being used. And now, uh, I believe last year I actually watched a, um, a video of, uh, the whole credit card theft from top to bottom. It, it, it was, it was actually, um, on Netflix, something like that. And the guy was actually, uh, you know, he 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 would emboss the card. He would he would do all kind. He would do the whole bit, you know, swipe the card, load the card, would uh, the data, emboss the card, and then he would go to like electronics retailers and then uh, purchase things, and then he would turn around and sell them uh, quite cheaply online. Interesting. And with the new chip and pin cards, this is supposed to stamp this out. But of course, uh, but of course, uh, the new chip and pin cards do you? They they are not entirely using uh, chip and pin technology. They are using chip and signature technology, which of course you know, hey, uh, that's not quite secure. Now, I don't know if uh, the banks here in the United States are um, reluctant to institute the uh, PIN system yet on your chip and PIN card. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. In Europe, this, this has been going on for years where credit card fraud is uh, at, you know, pretty low. That's why the United States system was, of course, uh, heavily regarded as a favorite among uh, cyber criminals. I'm not. I'm not sitting here trying to, uh, you know, lean towards one way or the other. But you know, if you're out there, you're using your uh, debit card, your credit card, whatever kind of card. Just use a little diligence. Uh, try to uh, use a, a lot of common sense. A little diligence goes a long way to making sure that you do not uh, fall victim to these types of uh, interesting uh, attacks. Happens more than you know. And again, if you uh, search the internet, you'll see, you will you will be able to understand and glean a lot of information on what exactly is going on what the do's and the don'ts are what to avoid and what what to look out for i'm just kind of flying 500 feet above the uh landscape here trying to uh give it an indication of what's going on uh moving along yes that's what we're doing got my little thing here ready to uh, attack that fly again if I see him. I wonder if it's a her. I'd feel bad either way. Uh, the second thing that I wanted to discuss this evening was uh, MC catchers. Uh, uh, has anyone heard of an MC catcher? Do you know what an MC catcher is? I'm sure if you are in law enforcement and I know there's a uh, 
quite a number of uh, law enforcement people that listen to the uh, show. Uh, an MC catcher is basically a um, a device or a piece of software or both that acts as a, it. It basically is a man in the middle attack on a uh, mobile phone. Uh, and again, with a little diligence and a little bit of uh, common sense, if you search the uh, internet for an MC catcher, you will understand quite uh, vividly what these uh, handy little devices and pieces of software are capable of doing. Uh, I was... Uh, I was actually it was actually brought to my attention a number of years ago and uh, quite a number of years ago when uh, the stingray was first uh, built actually uh, and of course way before then uh, the homemade the homemade versions of an MC catcher uh, was even out before then around the 2003 era somewhere around in there where you uh, you were using rainbow tables and such. Uh, but they seem to be um, all the rage this day and age, I suppose, because they are getting more and more popular. And of course, everyone has a mobile phone with an MC. <laughs> uh, you know, and again, folks, if if you're a, there are at one point. Years ago, back in the old CD mate, uh, back in the old PCS days. Does anybody remember PCS? The PCS format? That was actually a pretty good secure format. But uh, nevertheless, systems have been uh, upgraded, outdated, outdated and upgraded. And with that said, uh, it, now. If you have a mobile phone, your conversations can be listened in on in real time. Your text messages can be captured in real time. Your photos, your web browsing, your history, everything that you cherish so much about your mobile isn't so private anymore. Uh, with an effective MC catcher, you are able to zero in on your target whether they are down the street or around the world doesn't matter it really doesn't uh, most phones uh, if not all have a sim card sim chip and uh, each phone is uniquely um, uniquely actually let me let me back up here each mobile phone has a unique identification number, serial number. It's how you, it's how your phone identifies to the mobile network, whether it's in the United States, wherever. And there's only one, and that that number, there's only one number, there's only one serial number, and that that serial number is attached uh, specifically to your mobile phone. In short, that's called an MC. And uh, 
you know, it used to be that you would uh, need a specific amount of uh, data to target your mark and uh, tune in to uh, tune in to listen to their calls. Grab their text messages, photos, whatnot. But uh, as networks have gotten, gotten, as networks have obtained higher speeds, better throughput, bandwidth, etc. Uh, having a having an MC catcher man in the middle attack uh, is almost as effortless as. Um, using a piece of software on a laptop and and that's really the truth uh so the, it it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what uh what application that you you choose to use what you've used in the past what data that you've stored what searches that you've 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 conducted if someone or uh, an entity is using an mc catcher and targeting you well it's kind of it's it's kind of sort of game over they they i like to say they but the people uh behind that uh, particular instance of using an mc catcher on you pretty much knows what you've been up to uh the fun part is that uh again with these uh with an mc catcher you are able to uh turn the mic on turn the camera on remotely without uh, any interaction from the end user at all and it becomes even better when the user uh, joins a uh, wireless network. Again, uh, an, an MC catcher, you can monitor where the user has been, where the user is going, what the user is saying, uh, and all, all sorts of fun spy stuff that uh, you once thought was only obtainable through a James Bond flick. Well, now that's available to anyone. There are ways around it. There are ways to avoid MC catchers. <laughs> Want to know how? <laughs> I bet you do. Well, you could go back to using a two-wire landline. That's one way, I guess. I guess. But then how would you send a selfie over a two-wire landline? <laughs> there are many uh, ways around MC catchers. Uh, there are MC catcher detectors. There's some great software out there. You can search for it. Uh, Spice, what is it? Snoop Spy, Spy Snooper. It's a great little piece of software. all kinds of fun stuff that you can use what is this other one called uh, I'm looking for it now what is it called network cell info uh, Network Cell Info is actually a cool little app. Uh, it has a lot of engineering data attached to it, but nevertheless, a cool little piece of software uh, that I am presuming 
that you are on an Android device. 99% of you guys are on an Android device. I wouldn't know that because I don't use an MZ catcher. <laughs> the old MZ catcher that I have uses the old two terabyte rainbow table setup. So I'm kind of, uh, I'm behind times. But uh, there, there are there are a number of MC catcher detectors out there. If you if you search, there's a, there's actually some good CCC.de videos out there from the Chaos Communications Congress last year. Some good talks about that. How to detect an MC catcher? How do how to actually uh, write your own little bit of software to uh, detect whether or not your device is communicating, uh, in an unauthorized manner, manner. There is that damn fly again. I seem to have failed in my conquest to capture that fly. Nevertheless, uh, there's plenty, <laughs> there's plenty of, uh, pieces of software out there and there's a lot of educational, uh, material out there to, assist you in your oh yeah come to me i think i got him i might have got him where was i uh, these things are nasty little pieces of software, but uh, there are many resources that you can actually dedicate yourself to, to uh, understanding MC catchers, detectors, and a lot of man-in-the-middle attacks uh, when it comes to these uh, sort of situations and scenarios. Please do your best to ensure that uh, all of the data on your mobile phone is data that you... If, if you don't want people to see what you've been up to then don't do anything on your mobile phone now i have a mobile phone that i use as a honeypot <laughs> it's uh it's actually the mobile that i'm using uh as my uh roku emulator but seriously a lot of people do banking whatnot on their mobiles a lot of people uh have actually converted their entire lives into their uh handhelds uh, folks, it, it's never been easier to eavesdrop on a handheld, and it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter if you have been using encrypted this, secure chat that, a BlackBerry, an Android, an iOS. It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I could sit here and preach the gospel all I want or all, all, all that uh, I could uh, as far as being safe and secure. But if you do not want uh, your information out there, there are there are methods to go around uh, being uh, the victim of an MC catcher. You can use an old st now there are you can use a voice over IP line. There's many services out there. Seek and you shall be rewarded, I suppose. Uh, you can use, you know, again, some, some, if not all of these services, uh, have the capability or are being, uh, actively monitored by, uh, specific entities. But, uh, you know, if, if you do not want to be the victim of an MC catcher, you can use a, uh, a, a mobile device that does not have an MC. 
mobile subscriber information uh, module. You can use a uh, tablet or an iPod that connects only to networks that you allow it to. But again, you know, <laughs> these devices have cameras and microphones. So if you really, if you're ultra paranoid, you can remove the camera and microphone and then connect a headset when you wish to use the camera and microphone. You could also do that to your mobile phone. Make sure that you have no revealing photos on your mobile. And again, uh, it, it, it may be too late for some of you. <laughs> Hate to break that to you. Uh, but again, search for it. It's IMSI detector, catcher, whatever. I'm sure you will be rewarded with a vast amount of information that you really don't want to see. But I believe if we get the information out there as far as uh, showing how insecure uh, mobile phones really are, that maybe uh, manufacturers and systems and the whole the whole system from top to bottom will uh, begin to secure these devices that you pay for that allow people to spy on you. It used to be that uh, it was easy to spy on you with a computer, but now you carry a computer in your pocket and that makes it even easier because now it's easy to listen in on you and, and uh, actually get a closer look into your personal life. See what you've been searching for. Looking at you while you're uh, sitting on the commode and other uh, interesting positions. Uh, and again, you can remove the camera and the microphone from your uh, mobile device and uh, use a headset. But that only limits your protection so far because, you know, again, you know, you'd have to uh, remove the GPS module. You can remove the camera module, the microphone module, the GPS module and other modules from your mobile. But uh, again, you will still be identifying to a network. Your call. Uh, and again, you can use devices that uh, don't have a subscriber identification module, ID modules, aka SIM cards. You can use a, an old style clam flip phone believe you can get those at Walgreens uh, and you can use an old an old device again uh, a little searching a little seeking will yield you some uh, interesting results and uh, some secure results in that regard as well The newer the, the newer the device, it seems, the easier it, uh, it seems to be to compromise. <laughs> Doesn't that suck? Uh, anyhow, I thought I'd bring that great bit of news to you. Uh, and um, yeah. Next week, we're going to talk about even more fun stuff. Uh, I believe uh, I had one of my uh, listeners uh, reach out to me last week. Last week Said, hey, Gummo, why don't you talk about some of the James Bond stuff, this, the cool stuff? Okay. You're on. Next week, we're going to talk about even something else that'll uh, 
scare the bejesus out of you. But uh, we'll give you a week to digest what MC catchers do. React to that. See how you react to that. Digest it in while you're digesting all of your barbecued chicken. Hey, I'm going to get out there and barbecue tomorrow. I'm going to do some ribs and barbecue. I barbecued uh, not last, not this past, not this weekend, but weekend last. Was it last? It was last weekend. I actually flamed up the old grill, seasoned it. And, uh, you know, I, I consider myself a uh, shade tree barbecue pit master. <laughs> I love barbecuing. It's such, it's so fun. Kingsford has these new uh, hickory barbecue briquettes, which take the place of wood. Oh my goodness, they are so awesome to use. You just you just throw a couple on on your lit coals, and you're off to the races. So uh, that's what I'm off to do. I'm off to uh, aggravate some neighbors tomorrow with my uh, barbecue and smoke. Do some chicken ribs, even though I'm vegetarian. Uh, did some last weekend, uh, as I said, seasoned the grill and made some barbecue for some colleagues. Put some smiles on some faces, so that was good. Uh, and I'll take some photos uh, with my MC-enabled device tomorrow. Upload them to Twitter. <laughs> so you can monitor my progress. Uh, sadly, uh, they, it won't be in real time, but nevertheless, uh, we'll make sure that you're able to get some photos from the Gummo Barbecue in Endeavor. Wanted to reach out and say, uh, 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 send a big hearty thank you to Jones Lang LaSalle for their space, for their, for the new space in South Florida. Thank you. I'm not saying a word. I uh, wanted to say thank you for, to uh, everyone who listens to the uh, show. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for your feedback. Honestly, seriously, uh, all, all bullshitting aside. I know I shouldn't curse on the show, but uh, I, I I really wanted to express my sincerity and thank you and thanking uh, each and every one of you to uh, tuning into the show. It means a lot to me when I uh, read your feedback, uh, receive your emails, and just uh, hopefully I'm able to put a smile on your face and put that little bit of uh, inquisitive curiosity in your mind. what I'm here to do uh, next week we are going to uh, talk about some more interesting technology uh, maybe we'll get around to a gadget or two but uh, I wanted to get some things off the ground some of this James Bond stuff that uh, one of my listeners brought to my attention and, and that's what we will do also wanted to <laughs> Also wanted to uh, thank the uh, local hostess distributor for trying to pull me away from Krispy Kreme with their uh, coconuts, donuts. It's not going to work, but my goodness, they were good. If you haven't guessed it, I have a donut weakness. 
Uh, we are enjoying the warmer weather here in Chicago, and hopefully you are too in your corner of the world. Thank you for tuning in to the show. I wanted to, uh, again, thank everybody involved. Thank you. You make it possible. You know who you are. Wanted to send a special shout out to uh, special someone in St. Anne's. Missing you something terribly. Um, and a special shout out to everybody else. Thank you for listening. You know who you are. Hopefully you're able to catch a wave or two tomorrow. If you're inland, oh well. <laughs> Watch out for tornadoes. Uh, other than that, enjoy your Memorial Day. I certainly will be. And again, uh, we will be back next week for show number 34, where, where we will discuss some more interesting devices and topics. And until then, please take care of yourself. And we will talk to you or see you. Talk to you? See you there? Maybe I should take calls at this point. Should I? Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. Nevertheless, thanks for tuning in. Uh, and we will see you next week for show number 34 of Transmit. This is Gummo, your host. You can reach out to me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Gummo, G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X. Check out our website, hackers.xxx. Check us out on the many devices, platforms, all of that good stuff that we are we are on. I am on. I is on. And uh, we will see. We will be back here next week for some more interesting uh, tidbits for you to digest. Thank you again for to Apple and Stone for the great uh, support. Please visit appleandstone.com. These guys are great, amazing musicians. And I really, personally, I think that they do not get their uh, due credit. Check them out. Eh, yeah, I know it may not be your thing, but uh, who knows? Maybe you'll like a little bit of their uh, artistry. I certainly do. And uh, I certainly hope that you are at least swing by and say hey to them. Support these two amazing musicians. They bring a great sound to us uh, and uh, everyone else involved. Tez, Black Damage, all of you guys. Everybody here in the Chi-Town, The Loop. Everybody out in L.A. Every Everybody down in Miami. What's up? What's up with you guys? And everybody else, thank you for tuning in. Uh, and we will be back here next week. This is Gummo. I'm going to uh, barbecue. See you next week. <laughs>